0: Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or you just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. Well, I'm excited about our special guest today and believe our conversation will be a great encouragement a challenge, a conviction uh, to those who are either already ministering on the college campus, a secular university campus, or even those who are thinking about trying to reach their campus. Our guest today is Jacob Clover, who graduated from the great University of Tennessee. Jacob, we appreciate you taking the time out and uh, joining us on this podcast. And uh, if you just want to take just a moment to share with our listeners maybe where you're from and just a little bit about your, your wife and uh, your family.
1: Yes, sir. So my name is my name is Jacob Clower, and I am from East Tennessee, a little town outside of Knoxville called Kingston, and that's where I grew up, I'm born and raised there. Um, my parents always had taken me to church when I was a kid and everything. And um, let's see. So currently living in Georgia, and my wife, her name is Kristen, and we have a baby girl on the way. Um, do at any moment. Amen.
0: <laughs> that is exciting. So they are anticipating uh, the uh, the birth of their baby there. And when you say any moment, it could be any moment. Uh, so that's very exciting. And we appreciate you taking this time, Jacob, uh, to do this. Um, I know you said as you were introducing yourself that uh, your parents had always taken you to church. So before we kind of jump into some of what you were sharing with me a couple of weeks ago, just give us a little background, maybe uh, obviously you came from a Christian home, it sounds like, so just share with us a little short testimony about your upbringing and, uh, your, your, uh, your faith.
1: Yes, sir. So I was raised in a Christian home. My parents really always took me to church from the time I was born and I have a, I have an older sister and a younger brother and my parents always did a great job really, um, leading us, um, in the Lord and in our faith and, um, my testimony is that of many kids who grew up in a Christian home. I don't really remember like, hear, like hearing the Bible for the first time, memorizing Scripture from a young age. Is just, that's just something we always did. And I got to hear the gospel. And when I was six years old on a Sunday night at church, I realized that I was lost and I needed to be saved. And I knew that Jesus was my savior and I put my faith and trust in him. Um, so I was, I was six years old when I was saved.
0: Okay. That's great. So from six years old, all the way through to you went to college, were you involved in church youth group, that type of stuff?
1: Yes. I was always involved in church. Um, always faithful to church. My parents, I mean, we didn't have a choice. It wasn't a, Hey, are, are we going to go to church today? No, we, um, we, we knew Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, we are going to church. Um, And I had different levels of involvement while I was growing up. I would say from between probably six years old until I was in my upper teens, I was kind of more just going through the motions of church. Um, But then I really got serious with the Lord in my upper teens um, from the preaching of God's word um a preacher got up and preached when i was at a a youth camp and i just really got serious in my walk with the lord that time
0: Okay, that's great. Great testimony. And you may be wondering why, you know, Collegians for Christ is all about reaching students on the college campus, and you may be thinking, well, why have you got somebody on here that grew up in church that, you know, was not reached per se on the college campus? And I know we hear statistics often, uh, the negative side of 70, 80% of young people who faithfully attended church will drop out or stop attending church once they get to the ages of 18 to 22. But I always ask the question, what about the other 20 what about the other thirty percent that stayed in church? You know, what about them? And I think I wanted to emphasize that per, that statistic, if you will, that percentage of the stat of with Jacob. Uh, he is one of the young men or one of the young people who, yes, grew up in church and then attended a secular university and beat the stats, if you will, of uh, being a dropout or being one that uh, forsook his faith. I mean, we hear. Uh, statistics now that roughly uh, 50% uh, of young people will completely reject their faith after four years in a secular university. So that's staggering. But here we're talking to a young man who did not follow that uh, path. And so I just want to try to fill him out, and just get a little insight uh, uh, that could help us as campus ministers, as people who are working with college students, uh, get a little encouragement and challenge, even from you maybe who are thinking about starting a ministry. So I mentioned you went to the University of Tennessee. You're in Georgia now, so are you a Bulldogs fan, or are you still a uh, University of Tennessee fan?
1: No, we are. (laughs) We are all Vol fans. Okay. We we do not pull for the Bulldogs. (laughs)
0: I had to do it, right? So I lived in Knoxville for four years, and I came from uh, uh, North Carolina, right outside of Raleigh. So it was NC State, Duke, and Carolina. And it's like, man, you're just butting heads on you know Friday games, Saturday games. And when I moved to Knoxville, everybody's orange. Everybody pulls for the same team, and that was unique. It was different. Um, so anyway, so share with us, if you will, Jacob, just kind of how God led you, uh, you know, you're 18, you're graduating. How did God lead you over to the university of Tennessee?
1: Yes, sir. So when I was getting ready to graduate high school, I was really praying and really seeking the Lord on where to go for college. And I really didn't know a lot about Bible college my knowledge about bible college was if you're a preacher or you want to be a pastor or be in ministry then you go to bible college and that's really all i knew and i didn't have a heart to be in ministry that's not what i thought the lord wanted me to do so i didn't go down that path so there were several universities and colleges that i that i applied to and i just prayed and really tried to seek the lord on the right place for me and where he wanted me to go. And I just felt peace about the university of Tennessee and that's where I ended up for school.
0: Okay. And you went four years there at UT?
1: Yes. Um, yes, I went four years and I got my degree in microbiology.
0: Okay. Awesome. That's great. So, um, I know you mentioned Bible college, and I know a lot of our churches encourage and desire for our young people to go to Bible colleges, Christian colleges, and I think that's that's great. That's a great need, but there's also a... A large amount of young people that will attend a secular university because of whether it's the degree offered, whether God leads them there. And I know sometimes that could be some people look at it a little. Well, should a Christian young person go to a secular university? You know, but as you say, God was leading you. God was giving you peace. And obviously we need Christian people invocations, uh, businesses, politics, and all these different fields, and maybe a Bible college or a Christian university doesn't provide the platform or the degree to do so. Um, so as you went to UT uh, there, you're there for four years. Just from your perspective, being a Christian young man, uh, going there, what was campus like life for you? I mean, what was life on campus? Was it was it normal? Was it was it shocking? Well, you know, what, did, what was it for you? I'd say
1: as a Christian coming from like a good Christian home, I did go to public school. So that probably didn't, that probably helped it be a little bit less shocking as far as I'm about to go into the secular world. But there were a lot, a lot of shocking things. It's, you go to college and all of the students there are now free from their parents, free from living under their parents' roof. And all that. And you see a lot of rebellion. You see a lot of um, a lot of sin nature coming out and what the kids there um, participate in. Mm. Um, It's very common to see like pretty much the majority of people going to parties and getting into um, getting into trouble and things that I didn't want to be involved in. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we all have a, an idea of things that happen at college. Maybe you as a listener went to a university. Um, but this is what, you know, Jacob experiences. as he went there on campus. Um, but I think the amazing thing is, as we've already mentioned, and we're going to kind of tie in some things, is, you know, he didn't forsake his faith. He didn't drop out of church uh, while he was there in this atmosphere. Um, Jacob, what would you say kind of helped you? While you were in school, you know, stay faithful. Was there was there a church? Was there a, a campus ministry? What was it that really helped you to stay grounded in your faith?
1: So my first year at UT, I would say, was really hard. That was probably one of the hardest times of my Christian walk, for sure. Um, I still went on the weekends, on Sundays. I, I went back to Kingston about an hour from Knoxville. And I would go back to church. So that was a a big thing for my first year. But um, I didn't go on Sunday night. I always drove back to school on Sunday afternoon, and I didn't go anywhere on Wednesday night. So my walk during my first year with the Lord was um, I'd say there was a strain on it just because I didn't have those Christian influences around me all the time. Um I think what in a lot of ways what really kept me in my faith during my first year when I didn't have a lot of christian influence around me was just the um upbringing I had I'd been in church I'd been a student of the bible read through my bible several times and I was really serious in my faith I think that was a, a big thing and um I know we're, we're going to get into this a little bit more but um Really after my first year, I was really praying about Lord, is this really where I need to be? Is this, this a place where I really need to stay? Or do I need to go somewhere else to a different school with, I guess, a better atmosphere for a Christian?
0: Yeah. Um, so first year is very hard. Um, so yeah. Um, and I see that as we've ministered for the past 10 years on college campuses. I see a lot of freshmen come in and um i use this loosely but they can float on you know their upbringing maybe the faith they came out with but if they don't connect with something pretty quick uh that's where i think it can lead in quickly to you know what the stats say where people are just they're they're walking away or they're they're stopped going to church um so did you connect with a uh, ministry there on campus while you were in school
1: so, my first year, I did try to get connected with some campus ministries. There were several that were there, but the issue I had is most of them were not um, good gospel centered ministries. Um, they didn't didn't teach the truth um, in the way that I was brought up to, in the truth that I believe from God's Word. Um, so I really struggled getting connected with a specific ministry. Um, and then really I was praying about a good Bible study to go to on campus. That was like one of the biggest prayers I had, um, towards the end of my first year and definitely during the summer before my second year, praying that the Lord would provide a place and like there would be a place for me to get connected with.
0: Okay, and so you, uh, after praying, God led you to to meet up somehow with Collegians for Christ there at UT, right? Yes, so I I
1: prayed and asked the Lord to provide something, and um, during the first week of my sophomore year, I was walking across campus, and I found a gospel tract laying on the ground, and I picked it up and looked at it, read through it, and it was just like, it was exactly what i believed and it was i knew it was right and then i looked on the very back and it said campus bible study and it said the room number and the day of the week and everything and it ended up being the collegians for christ bible study and i went that the very next week i went and then i kept going there after that and it was it was the answer to prayer
0: Amen. Okay. So we have to pause just for a moment, Jacob. So you found a track somebody had thrown on the ground, obviously, discarded it, wasn't interested, and there it lay on the ground. And that is what God used to lead you to the Collegiate Christ Bible study there at UT. That's uh, amazing. And I I pause just to encourage those of you who pass out tracts, pass out Bibles. You know, people are interested, but then you get the people who are not, and you know, some stuff gets set down, some stuff gets thrown down. Ah, uh, God's word will never return unto Him void, and it's amazing to see uh, God use that. Uh, so, you got connected with Collegians for Christ. This is your sophomore year, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, did you stay with Collegians for Christ uh, till you, till your senior year? Then? Yes, I did. Okay, awesome. Um, so, what kind of impact? So, you struggled a lot uh, freshman year, just trying to find your place, trying to you know find somewhere to connect as far as faith life. You're driving back home. On the weekend so you can stay involved in your church which i applaud you for that i mean that's a sacrifice and traveling back and forth uh just to stay plugged in because i know when you come as a freshman and you're coming to a new town it's a, it's a big i mean ut is a big campus i've been on it uh, lots of students it's just kind of like where do i go what do i do you know and, and it's hard to find stuff um and so god answered your prayer uh you're a part of cfc for three years then what kind of impact, or what kind? Let me just ask you like this: What kind of impact did CFC have in your life, and then how did CFC, I guess, help you to stay in your faith, or did it help you to grow? Did it just help you to maintain? You know, what was the uh, the, the feedback from it?
1: Um, I think that CFC was a tremendous benefit um, for me as a student, um, being able to have a place to go to have someone open up God's word and teach a lesson and preach every week. Um, It it really did help me to grow. It kept me encouraged. It kept me um, encouraging my faith being on a secular university. And um, as far as like the impact, um, I mean, there's so many things I could say about it, but it, it gave me a place where I could invite people to come. Like, I'm meeting all these people in my classes, meeting people all the time. I could say, hey, come to Bible study with me. And, like, I didn't have the pressure of me teaching the Bible to somebody. I didn't have the pressure of me trying to, you know, I mean, you can, there's a lot of Christians out there people out there that maybe wouldn't be comfortable opening up God's word and sharing scripture. But you could say, hey, come, and there's going to be a preacher there. Uh, A minister will be there. And we'll answer your questions and we'll study the Bible. And it was always fun. It wasn't just like you go in and have a Bible study. And it's like, uh, what yeah. we're doing? Bible study. <laughs> no, like we played games. We talked. We laughed. We, we had a really good time. And I made friends there that, like, I still have today, like friends that I could call right now and say, like, you know, just, um, I mean, they're my friends. Mm. I made, I made good connections there.
0: Okay. Um, that's awesome, because I know as we facilitate these ministries, uh, one, let me just, UT is where Collegians for Christ began over 20-some years ago, and that's I where I got involved or got exposed to Collegians for Christ and how God burdened our heart to go to Appalachian State and then organize Collegians for Christ as a national campus ministry, and now God's allowed us to see ministries started, planted on uh, numerous campuses across the country, but it all began there at UT, uh, so I just want to bring that home for our listeners. Um, but uh, hearing you say, Yes, okay, I knew I was going somewhere that the Bible was going to be taught. but it wasn't like, okay, it's another class. You know, you're already in class you know numerous times of the day, but this was a connection point, a place you were able to meet people that were like minded, people that you could form friendships with. and I love what you're saying. You still have these friendships today. Uh, This was not just something, okay, I had, you know, some acquaintances, you know, while I was there, but God allowed this uh, campus ministry uh, that meets on campus, that is, you know, trying to reach students, Uh, it's reaching law students, of course, that are being saved. But you identify with this segment of young people who are coming from a Christian background, they're going to the secular campus, and they need, I kind of refer to it as a safe harbor. Um, a place that they can connect, a place that they can grow, a place they can—and I love what you're saying. You had somewhere you could invite your friends. I mean, think about that. Uh, you know, I mean, I know the tracks are going out and you're trying to invite—the workers are trying to invite people to Bible study, but when the students do that, I mean, that's beautiful. Um, and so that's, uh, that is awesome. Uh, to see the impact Collegium for Christ had. Now, I remember you sharing with me um, you were involved, and then your senior year. And correct me if I'm a, not, if I'm if I'm wrong, but you had the opportunity to be a part of another organization, but you were able to kind of tie the two together. Um, am I correct in my memory? <laughs> Just yes. To make sure.
1: Yes. So I was part of another organization on campus that I joined. Um, I think it was probably my freshman or sophomore year. And the purpose of that organization was to provide um, entertainment options for students so they wouldn't have to go out to the parties, to the clubs, and um, to get into trouble um, in those ways. So that was the group that I was a part of. And when I was in my last year, I was the president of that organization. So I was able to, I mean... As we kind of talked about before, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I did it anyway. Um, I kind of had the, I guess, authority to bring whatever I wanted to the events. So I invited Collegiates for Christ to come to have a table and a tent set up and to come. And basically, the idea was to promote promote that organization whatever organization i brought and i always brought collegiates for christ mm. so they could pass out gospel tracts and bibles and witness and um, they always pass out like ice cream or something like that mm. to attract people to come um, but we had you know well over a thousand students come out to those events and um, the lord just really gave me the opportunity to bring collegiates for for Christ to those events for gospel witness. Yeah,
0: no, that's uh, tremendous. I mean, I hope, I hope our listeners are grabbing what's going on in the way God has worked in Jacob's life, um, bringing him to UT. Um, him struggling his first year, and he very well could have gone a different way. I mean, that's just the reality of it. He's praying, he's seeking, Lord, do you want me to go somewhere else? And he finds this gospel track that somebody threw on the ground from a Collegians for Christ worker, obviously, that had been out trying to witness, talk to talk to students, and somebody just dismissed it. He finds that, he gets engaged, he gets plugged in, he's loving it, he's growing, he's inviting friends. And now he has this opportunity to get out on campus, and he's providing a, another open door To help Collegians for Christ get the gospel out, Um, so you caught the vision um, as a student, and that's we love when that happens when the students get behind. I mean, we me as a campus minister here at ECU and Pitt Community, yeah, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to be out on campus. We're going to pass out coffee, ice cream, whatever it is. But when students get behind it and students catch the vision, man, it is just exciting. Uh, It's energizing the other students on the campus, I think, react a little different when it's one of their own, you know, trying to reach in. Uh, so I think that's phenomenal. I wanted you to share that. Share with us this. I know we get kind of winding down on time here, uh, but what made the biggest difference in your college journey? If you had to say, hey, this was the biggest difference uh, from you not dropping out or forsaking your faith. I know a lot of people are always looking for that key ingredient. I know there's not one key ingredient or magic formula, but just want to hear from you. What was that one thing that made the biggest difference for you?
1: That's that's a tough question because there's there's so many different things. That are involved with just I don't know sticking to it, but I mean for me personally, I didn't want to be this dropout. I didn't want to give up. I really believed the Bible was true. I really trusted the Lord, and um, I didn't want to fall. Um, I, I was in all of the science courses, and it's because my degrees in microbiology. And so, I mean, there were moments where I was thinking, well, I mean, maybe evolution is true. Maybe maybe this is right. Maybe the Bible's not true. Um, but is, when it came down to it, I knew that the Lord had done something in my heart when I got saved. I knew that the Lord had made a difference in my life. Um, I think when it comes specifically to being on that secular university and not giving up on the Lord, not dropping out, not forsaking my faith. Um, I think a big part of it is just like, I didn't want to do that. Like I wanted to stay faithful to the Lord. Amen. But, then, but then I really think that having people close to me, some um, spiritual influences, Christian influences helped me. Like when I had that moment and that thought about, walking away that I I didn't because there were some people that encouraged me in the Lord.
0: Mm, Okay. So having those uh, people now, was that people back home? Was it people there on campus or was it just a mixture of all? I think it was a a little bit of
1: a mixture of both. Um, Definitely having the, um, the campus ministry and that weekly Bible study and making those friendships was a, was a big
0: help. Okay. That's awesome. So people back home be an encouragement to the students while they're gone. Uh, try to encourage them and uh, send them texts, send them notes, and then of course when you're there on campus, you've got the the community that you're uh, meeting with. Um, so that's beautiful. Um, this was 2011, 2014, if I'm not mistaken, while you're at UT. Okay, yes. so we. Fa- okay, great, and so we barely. We I was there in 2012 um, leaving in 2012. So we really literally missed each other probably by, you know, just a couple months, which I think is amazing, um, to see, you know, to see that. But what are you, we're already in 2022 now. So what are you currently doing? What is, what is, uh, God got you doing now?
1: Yes, sir. So I worked as a microbiologist for several years in Knoxville. And during that time, Um, The Lord let me go overseas, and I went on several short-term mission trips and got to see that there's a big world out there that needs the gospel. And back in 2017, um, the Lord really burdened my heart about being a missionary. Mm. So after really praying and seeking the Lord, um, my wife and I, we surrendered to be foreign church-planting missionaries. We we really sought the Lord to make sure that this is exactly what he wanted us to do. And we are currently on deputation, raising our support to go to Mozambique, Africa okay. as missionaries.
0: Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> your four-year degree, everything you studied for, you got to to do that for some years. Uh, but then God worked in your heart, uh, intervened um, in a way to, to lead you into missions. Um, I mean, think about that. Regardless— of whether, you know, you are in your vocational uh, workforce, God can use you there, but it's just amazing to see how God sent you to UT, God. Now, were any of those mission trips like medical mission trips, or were they just mission trips with your church, or what kind of mission trips were they?
1: Um, They were, I I guess they were more like, kind of like a survey trip, like you're we basic, well, basically went and shadowed like a missionary and got okay. to see what they did and talk with them. And they encouraged us about um, about missions and told us, hey, like, this is this is a church that doesn't preach the truth. Here's a mosque here. Um, all the people in this city. Um, there's a couple churches that preach the truth. And it was more of a like a survey mm-hmm. survey kind of mission trip.
0: Yeah, that makes okay. sense. No it does completely. I was just curious what type it was. That is awesome. It's awesome to see how God has worked in your life, uh, where you're at now um, and definitely we'll get you to share your contact info in case anybody's listening, be interested in having you in to present the ministry, be interested in supporting your ministry, uh, y'all's mission efforts there. As we finish off here in just the last couple minutes, what would be one word of encouragement that you could give to someone working as a campus minister and trying to reach students uh, from your perspective?
1: I would say just to the worker that um, just be encouraged that what you're doing really will and can make a difference. Like there's someone there's a whole peop, group of people out there that I've never met. Somebody handed out a gospel track and I never met them before and someone threw it on the ground. But if that person wasn't faithful to go and give out that tract, I may have never found it. The Lord may have never worked in my heart. I may have forsaken the Lord in my faith, and I wouldn't be going to Mozambique today. Um, So I would just encourage the worker to, you may not see anything right now and what's going on, but you can make a huge impact in someone's life. And like one day, I'll get to meet somebody and say, Hey, thank you for handing out that gospel tract. Mm -hmm. And maybe even a Mozambican one day in heaven can say, Hey, thank you for what you did, because what you did. Yeah, this guy came to my country and preached the gospel, and I got yep. saved. Okay. And I mean, you have a great opportunity to impact uh, a lot of people.
0: Amen. That is powerful. That is powerful. Um, and on the flip side of that, Jacob, is there any word of encouragement you could give to a student that may be listening to this that's right now on a uh, secular university and just trying to figure things out?
1: I would say just keep serving God, keep looking to the Lord, stay in your Bible, stay in prayer. Um, we serve a really good God, a, a good creator that really loves us. And he really wants us to succeed. He wants us to make a difference in this life. Uh, he wants to use us um, to his, for his will and his purposes. And we just got to um, keep on keeping on for the Lord. Um, if you're a student. It's probably going to be pretty difficult with all of the um negative influences around you but just keep looking to the lord and it's gonna it's gonna be worth it.
0: Amen. That's great. Great encouragement, great advice. Um so as far as you guys are on deputation right now, how far are you along in your support?
1: So we started deputation in January. So we're about maybe 5% of our support. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're really we're really just getting started. Yeah. Okay. Um but the lord's been good and as he's really blessed so far.
0: Amen. Okay. Well, that's good. I was just curious to you guys have just launched out, stepped out by faith. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Uh, so do you have any, uh, whether you have a website or email or just any contact info, social media that you want to uh, let us uh, end off with uh, here in case somebody wants to get in touch with you or reach out to you?
1: Sure. Our website is clowermissions, uh, dot com, And let's see my phone number is 865-466-0687 or you could also email me at jacob at clowermissions.com
0: okay awesome well we will also put that on the uh, other video in case you uh didn't grab that so you can see it visually well jacob i appreciate it man very much for you one reaching out to me a few weeks back Uh, you you'll never know how much you encouraged me um, to continue on because there are discouraging times. There are good times. Campus ministry is hard because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the front lines. Uh, it's the devil's territory. Um, but there are some good kids and there's some good teachers. There's some good professors and faculty, and we know that. Um, so, But you bless my heart so much. Um, just by reaching out and I know you're going to be a huge encouragement to some of our listeners and uh, we will be praying that God will lead you, uh, help you to raise your support, get you on the field and, uh, we'll hopefully we can have you back on to maybe share an update down the road, but, uh, we appreciate it very much.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me today. I really do appreciate it.
0: Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, we would love for you to share it with a friend or subscribe so that you can stay up to date on the latest studies. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.